Hey, hey, family, quick message before we get into the podcast episode today. I actually recorded way more than what you're about to hear on this episode. I know I probably recorded maybe 45 to 50 minutes of content, but I think it is safe to start with my testimony. So in this episode, you will hear how God healed me to love and my personal experiences and hindrances with experiencing God's love. So maybe we'll do a part two, part three, or maybe even a part four, because I have so much more material that I didn't even record. (laughs) So um, in this episode, I pray that my own personal experiences and testimony inspire you, impact you, and just drive you to the feet of Jesus. So with that being said, enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Morning Rays of Grace. If you are tuning in on YouTube, be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on any other podcast platforms, be sure to rate and review. And you can share that too. Okay, guys, next week, you see it, it's Valentine's Day, and we are going to be talking about love. Over the next couple of weeks, however, we're going to be diving in and into who God is. We're going to be exploring some of the characteristics of God and who he truly is and what the Bible says he is and who the Bible says he is, the word of God himself. So today we're going to be talking about God is love. And so can you, you can love people. Like the first commandment is love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. Okay. So our first commandment is to love. So you got to love, you got to be able to love and you can love so many people, you know, I can't love like that, or I don't have what it takes to love like that, or I can't let people in to love me um, a certain way. And the next commandment is to love others as yourself. So, you know, we tend to use the word love so much in this culture, yet we display it so little. We don't actually know what love looks like. We don't actually know what love feels like. You know, we say we love this, we love that. And yes, there are many different forms of the word love. Um, However, we're going to be speaking mostly about agape love, which is sacrificial love. We don't understand fully what it means to sacrifice for other people, especially especially sacrificing to God. Like if you're sacrificing your life for other people more than you're sacrificing your life to God, that is an imbalance and something needs to be scaled correctly. Got to adjust the scales. Got to adjust the scales here. So we're going to be diving into that. Now this for me personally is like, This is a personal topic for me because even as I journey along with following Jesus, there are still like these distortions and things in my past that I've gone through. It hasn't allowed me to fully grasp the love of God, to to fully be able uh, to love him with all my heart, mind, soul, strength. 
I honestly don't think that I am there yet. However, I am in my prayer closet. I am seeking the face of God. I am reading my Bible daily to be sure that I don't continue to miss the mark, to be sure that I am able to heal in the places that have stripped me from from loving properly or receiving love properly. So this is a journey for me as well. And I know that it is a journey for so many other people when we are being so beat down by sin. Not only other people's sins, but our own sins. Like our own sins are like slapping us in the face. Like, what you doing? What are you doing? And we're disappointing ourselves and breaking our own hearts um, and bringing curses upon ourselves due to our own sins. And, And of course, not to mention the sin of other people that causes us harm and disappointment and things of that sort. Because there is truly a love deficit in our humanity. We need a we we need to be filled up with the love of God. And the Bible mentions God's love so much. The love of God is all over the Bible, but we miss it. <laughs> we tend to miss it a lot. And when we miss seeing the love of God through scripture and through our lives, we end up missing the mark. (laughs) And we cling to the love of sin instead of to the love of God. And we know that sin pleases man, but love, it pleases him. Faith pleases him. Trustworthiness, it pleases him. Faithfulness, kindness, goodness, his fruits, literally the fruits of the spirit. Those are the things that please him. But we are so drawn to sin because it's our first nature. Like we are drawn to the things of this world. We're born here and we think we're from here, but we know that we're not. And so it's easy to get tangled up in a well of the world things, a a world web of things, like the world wide web. Have you ever thought about that? The world wide web, like it being a web that ensnares us and traps us. Okay. I went off on a whole different thing, but that just bloop. But y'all, there is this greater love. There is a type of love that literally we as humans can have, can obtain, can possess, can dwell in and with a type of love that like oozes out of us, okay? Have you ever hugged somebody and they just oozed with the Spirit of God? Like I've experienced this a few times in my life, like going to church and somebody hugged me and I immediately be overwhelmed by the spirit of God. Like I immediately start crying. Like I'm immediately feeling healing. I'm immediately having demons cast up out of me. Like literally from a hug. Have you ever experienced that type of love? Like I don't even know you. Like you just sitting on my row. We just on the same row. 
I don't even know you. And <laughs> after church is over, everybody is saying, you know, goodbye, have a nice day. We're hugging, and all, all, all I feel is the love of God. I don't even feel flesh. I don't feel your, like, it's just God. Like, you're oozing with the Spirit of God. Have you ever experienced that? Because I have. And not only that, I want to ooze with the love of God. I want to be able to ooze out the Spirit of God. But I know that takes time with God. That takes dedication with God. That takes obedience. That takes healing. It takes work. It takes walking with God. It takes being diligent. It takes faithfulness. And we can't love others as ourselves until we love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. There's a difference between knowing love and experiencing love. Like, we can know love, like, as we read our Bible, like, yeah, okay, I know this, I know this. But it's a different ballpark when you are actually experiencing the love of God. When you are actually able to fully experience and grasp the love of God. And live that thing out. To, to receive it and to live it out. Because even in all of our studying about love and the scriptures, it don't get real until it get personal. When you become fully aware of the love that God has for you. And you can't love the Lord your God with all your heart if you don't even trust him with your heart. If you don't trust him to heal your heart and mend your heart of all of the sins, all of the past trauma, all of the things that you have journeyed through life thus far. And one of the things that story time, so a few years ago, God was like, you are a well-watered garden. Now this was before I knew anything about Isaiah 58 and 11. So, you know, your girl went on a scavenger hunt. <laughs> like, what? This has to be in the word. So then I found Isaiah 58 and 11. At that time, I didn't think too much about it. I was just like, okay, I didn't really know. I didn't really know what that meant, to be honest. I didn't fully understand and grasp what he meant. Now, I will suggest reading Dr. Anita Phillips' book, The Garden Within, and she breaks down all of this, okay? From spiritual aspect, mental aspect, emotional aspect, <laughs> mental aspect, all of it. Dr. Anita, she breaks it down, okay? Okay, so back to the story. So God told me that years ago. I was like, okay, great. But recently, I felt just this sense of loneliness, brokenheartedness, like I am in the dumps y'all like emotionally I'm in the dumps my heart I can you know I go to therapy so you know therapists ask where do you feel it in your body like what emotion do you feel on the emotional wheel and where is it so in my body I literally felt it in my heart like man my heart is broken <laughs> I'm so sad and you know in those moments in the past, for me, it was so easy for me to dwell in that, to stay in that place. But now as I've, you know, evolved and grown with God, look, I'm with Ty Tribbett. We've been made endure for a night. Only one night though. If you're sad, make sure that you're sad. Only one night though. Only one night though. 
So my nights have been decreasing from like, okay, I'm I'm a week in the dumps, a month in the dumps, a year in the dumps, to like, okay, two days, you got two days, and get get back up. Praise the Lord, worship the Lord, call on him, okay? And I just started praying and God brought that scripture back up to me. <laughs> Man, you are a water garden. You are a well water garden. But this time he was able to relate it to what I was going through. And it was like, he said, do you trust me to heal your broken heart? And I was like, nah, I'm gonna be honest. Like I wrestled. It wasn't a long time. Um, My wrestling with God is decreasing as well because it's like, Lord, you have (laughs) blown my mind. You have done exceedingly abundantly all that I can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that works within your girl. So it's like, my hurt says, no, my broken hearted says, no, you can't fix this. Like it's been decades of hurt. It's been decades of sadness and and I'm just like no but then I was like yeah I do believe that you can heal my heart I fully trust and believe that you can heal my broken pieces I trust you I believe you I believe you. And that's what we have to get to the understanding that sin is just this element of unbelief. Our hurt, our bitterness, it's just this element of unbelief. Like what lie are you believing? What parts of God do you not believe? You don't believe that he's your refuge. You don't believe that he loves you. You don't believe that he's a safe place for you. You don't believe that he's your father and your friend. You don't believe that he's your comforter. You don't believe that he is victorious and so are you. What are you not believing? And I wasn't believing that I could give my heart to God and he is going to heal me. That all of this sadness, all of this heaviness, all of the weight, he can't handle. If I give it to him, it's still going to be broken. And there's layers to that, you know, and I'm not going to get into all the layers, but, you know, ask yourself, what are you not believing God about? Where's the lie? Find the lie. Let's look, take a lot of tender tests over yourself. And detect the lies of the enemy. Because their lies are from the enemy. He says he's the father of lies. The word says he's the father of lies. So, saying he gonna lie. But God's word is true. And so, okay, to speed the story up. After that, I felt such a freedom. Such a freedom. Hep. My heart hurt where? Ain't no hurt here. Ain't no hurt. I felt so free. And in that moment, I felt free to love. And that's when he told me that he is love. (laughs) Like, Angelica, I am love. I'm not hurt. I'm not guilt. I'm not shame. I'm not unforgiveness. I'm not bitterness. I'm not jealousy. I'm not brokenness. 
He's not any of that. He is love. And in that moment, like, I was so giddy. Like, have you ever been in love before? Like, come on, married people. Even if you are a child and and your dad is coming to give you something or your mom is coming to bring you something, like giving you a surprise and you all giddy and happy or you haven't seen them in a long time and they come through that door and you're like running to them and you're giddy and happy. And oh, I felt like that for the first time ever with God. And I couldn't stop reading his word. I stayed up all night. reading the word of God. Like I could not put it down. I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more. Show me more of you. I love you. I love you. (laughs) What do you want me to do? (laughs) Oh, you want me to do that? That hurts. That hurts, God. You want me to do that? That hurts. (laughs) And I'm struggling still. However, I'm finna spend time in your presence (laughs) so you can strengthen your girl up (laughs) so I can display (laughs) my love to you because it's where it says that those who obey him, love him. If you love me, keep my commandments. Like not only the 10 commandments and all the commandments that he has in his word, but what did I command you to do personally? Keep that. If I told you to go back to school, do it. If I told you to marry that person, do it. If I told you to move here, do it. If I told you to give, do it. If I gave you a specific commandment, do it. You're showing your love for me. And even with that, we know that he's going to strengthen us for the assignment. He's going to strengthen us for the journey, but we have to spend time with him. So I want to leave you with this final thought, which is our biggest hindrance from experiencing the fullness of God love is unbelief. You got to believe him. You got to believe him. His love casts out fear. You can trust him with your heartache. You can trust him with decades of pain and bitterness and grief. You can trust God. To believe that his word is true. To debunk the lies of the enemy. The father of lies himself. And to lean in and grab hold of God's truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for you. Thank you for your presence, your holiness. You set us apart, Lord. You are set apart. So therefore, we will be set apart as well. Thank you that we get to experience the fullness of your love. I pray that whoever is struggling to experience that love that you have, that you will continue to wash them with the word of God, that you will continue to cast down every thought that sets itself up against you, that they will continue to fight for this love, to fight the good fight of faith, to fight and to war 
that they will receive fullness, abundance, an outpour of your spirit, love like they've never experienced before. (laughs) Make them giddy in your presence, God. (laughs) Make them blush in your presence. Make them never want to put your Bible down. Never want to get out of your presence. (laughs) Never want to have anything to do with the world except ministering to them. Loving them with the love of God. So we thank you. We love you. We honor you. And we give you praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Love y'all. See you next week.